1: Today, we have Eric Tran and Millie Krishnich. Eric is the Managing Partner of Universal Commercial Capital, a private lender with 25 years of experience in real estate and private lending. He is a member of the American Association of Private Lenders, loves working with U.S. and international investors alike, brokers, realtors and closing deals fast. Um, Millie has a master's in political science and a journalist by profession. She works with Eric as a sales executive at Universal Commercial Capital and is originally from Serbia. So thank you very much for both of you being on the show today.
0: Thank you. Hi pal.
1: So I wanted to see uh, get a little background before I know when when Eric has uh, has twenty five years of experience with, with working with private lending, and I wanted to get a little pri- a little uh, professional background for both of you um, before starting and um, before starting the work with uh, Universal Commercial Capital. So Millie.
2: Well, I am a journalist by profession. I used to work as a journalist, and now I'm in a real estate business with Eric and Universal Commercial Capital. It's a great opportunity for me to learn new things, to work with very interesting people, and just to open myself to new experiences.
1: Oh, great. Great. And Eric, what was, your, what was your professional experience before starting Universal Commercial Capital?
0: Well, child, this is the first time I talk about myself, so I don't know where to start. <laughs> 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 but like I've been in the real estate financing for over 25 years work mainly in the private lending sector private lending means whatever loans uh, the bank decline we come in and we structure a lot of deal either commercial residential construction new build construction uh, that's our forte okay great
1: And your firm focuses a lot on financing for U S real estate for foreign investors. And, um, do you, what, what percentage of uh, kind of like do you do a lot more international investors or is it a lot more U S investors that you guys work with?
0: Actually, uh, we do about 30% of our volume for international investor, but uh, for international investor, we, we usually do a bigger deal. They come here, they buy like property over a million, two mil. This morning I was uh, working on the deal in LA for like ten millions. Oh wow. But like volume wise it's about 30% of our business.
1: Okay. So it's a pretty sizable portion of what you guys do. That's great. And um, so it's all, it's usually larger deals and it's not like smaller properties. Are they doing new construction at all? Or is it just already built, say, uh, commercial properties, commercial multifamily?
0: Uh, both, both, yeah. uh, through construction, uh, re- uh, residential property. Uh, in a sense, we do both.
1: Nice. Okay, great. For an international investor that comes to you guys to work with you, and I know Millie's more on the, the sales side of this, what, what is normally required for, from the borrower to be approved for one of these loans? Um, of course, in addition to your down payment, like right. documents, entity, stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Chao, when you talk about international borrower, What Mm -hmm. does it mean? Does it mean they are from a foreign country? Do they have social security number? No. Do they have tax return? No. So what we require is nothing except the Dow payment. And what we want to see is the Dow payment has to be in the U.S. banking institution for two months. Mm -hmm. If it's in the banking institution for two months, we don't even ask about the source of the money. So all we ask for is... The down payment plus the closing cost, two months in the bank. In the U.S. for a legit banking institution from other countries. We are okay too.
1: Wow. So it's very, it's very easy to, to work with you guys. That's great. Now, do a, lot of, um, do a lot of your foreign investors have U.S. entities set up to invest? Or do they usually do it through their own name?
0: Uh, 70% would set up an LLC, an uh, entity you know, to put a loan under, 30% still use their own name. Normally, people not use their own name, not their own personal property, not investment. For mm-hmm. investment property, commercial, they always set up an LLC or a uh, special purpose entity to handle Hey,
1: Okay, great. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, do you guys service all 50 states?
0: Uh, We do like almost all 50 states, except we don't do Oregon, we don't do Arizona, and we don't do Nevada, because those three states require you to have a physical location in the state in order to originate any real estate loan.
1: Okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh And what type of terms do you see? Like, so for that loan you were working on today, that was $10 million. And um, what kind of normal terms do you see on something like that? Is it, how, how long is it usually amateurized over? And um, how does that kind of, that financing term work
0: on that? Do you know what? We, We treat our foreign national customer the same as U.S. citizens. So whatever we offer to, People in here, we offer to international borrowers. No difference. 30 years amortization. Uh, for like investors, sometimes they don't need that long an amortization. They just need to get in, do something with the property, sell it for the profit. So we offer the one year, three years, or five year term to those mm-hmm. people. But like whoever looking for like long-term financing, we can always offer a 30 years amortization the same as everyone else in this country.
1: Oh, that's great. And the down payment is normally, what, what amount do you usually see, say for if they're coming in to buy multifamily, five plus commercial properties, five units plus uh, commercial properties, what do you usually see for a down payment required for that? Percent you know wise?
0: What? Yeah, we see a lot of advertisement, like up to 80% loan to value, only 20% oh. down. But to be on the safe side for commercial, I would say, at least 35% now, Mm -hmm. but it all depends on the state, on the rental income, because Mm -hmm. we we base our loan amount mainly on the rental income. But I rarely see anything over 70% LTV, Mm -hmm. just because the rental income is not there to support the loan amount. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, that's very, that's what you would get for a, a U.S. person being a, you know, with a social security number and everything investing mm-hmm. in going to a regular bank anyway. So that's, that's great. And to be able to do it without having, you know, the social no credit history and no U S tax returns, I mean, right. it makes it so easy uh, to, to work with investors. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what type of, lo- what are the locations that are for international investors coming in? Like States, do you see most that you have
0: that are, that are interested in investing in? Do you know what? For international investors, there are regions, Asia, South America, Mm -hmm. Europe. Asian, mainly California, just because the flying distance is closest. For like South American, mainly Brazilian or European, mainly England, German, Florida. New York is a state, but more so on Florida. Florida Mm -hmm. is very popular with South American and European.
2: Yeah,
1: that's, that's for sure. Yeah. They're coming in mm-hmm. here in droves to buy property. <laughs> the, right. um, what was, so if a new investor comes to you guys, they reach out and um, and wherever they're located uh, say they're in Europe. And um, what is the first steps that you take with that new investor, potential new investor, new borrower to get them ready to purchase a property?
0: Okay. Like I say, all we need from them is down payment. Hmm. So first thing we ask is where's is the now payment, in a European bank, in a U.S. bank, mm-hmm. and 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 that's the first thing we ask. And if they say the money is in the year, Europe or Asia bank, we say, do you have any problem transferring the money to the U.S. banking institution? And second, second question we always ask is, is this your first time, second time investing in the U.S. Because a lot of time. You know, we base our our approval decision on the uh, borrower experiences. Somebody from Asia, China, or from uh, Brazil who come in here and buy a 20 unit apartment, we always ask, do you have any experiences running an apartment? If they don't, might be a problem. So those are the questions. We talk to our client often in the beginning. I have one client from China, you know, who come in here, who want to borrow 15 mil for a construction loan to build a multi-family apartment. I asked him, do you have any experiences uh, doing this thing in the US? He said, no, but I hired the best general contractor uh, in the country to build it for me. And, and I asked him, if you don't have any experience in the US, do you think you can manage and supervise that general contractor to do a, a good job for you? So mainly we asked about the money their liquidity and their experience doing what they they plan to do in the u s real estate market hmm.
1: oh, that, that makes that makes uh, perfect um, <laughs> perfect sense what What mistakes do you see when you have new investors that come in and um, what, what do you see that could be a problem that other than you know they 've come in if it 's lack of experience if it 's lack of reserves and the lack of capitalization? Um, like you were just saying, that, that might be lack of experience on that, that buyer that want to or the builder that want to build a $15 million complex. So what do mm-hmm. you see for mistakes normally from foreign investors coming into the States?
0: The mistake is, you know what? They, they, they use their experiences uh, in their own country, and they think it will be the same in the U.S. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, things can be different. Europe can be different from the U.S. U.S. can be different from Asia. So, so they're, they're thinking is more or less uh, with like their own country. But uh, in the U.S. thing can be different. So that's where the, the, the mistake coming from. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's secondly,
0: great. Secondly, secondly, another mistake is since foreign, for foreign investors, they don't have that much experience in the country. So they tend to like overpay for the property. Mm-hmm. And that's when we come in you know, and a lot of foreign investors, they come to us, not because they need a loan, but we to them more or less like an insurance. You know, we, we are their first line of defense. Mm. Uh, do I get this property with the right price? We determine for them mm. because our money is on the line too. So, so, so uh, a lot of our client, they come to us, not as a lender, not to have a loan, but more or less for an insurance policy um, for like any exposure, either valuation or legal exposures. That's what I see.
1: Yeah. That makes sense because it's always, um, people always say, well, I had a great deal, but I couldn't get it financed. Well, <laughs> you didn't have, uh-huh. you didn't have a great deal then. You know what I mean? So it's, it's great to always pass it by an underwriter and then right. they can put it through their process and they're probably going to be, hopefully they'll most likely be a little bit more conservative than you are and make sure that, Hey, you have the liquidity after you close the reserves, you have a team in place that can actually manage this because you have no experience or you're, you know, 12 time, 12 time zones away or something. I mean, you're just not going to be able to have the hands on. So,
0: um, I'm only, we want to save like a 12 month reserve in mm -hmm. the bank. Uh huh and experience, you know, well, we, we, we want them to hire a professional management company.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Have that boots on the ground so they can handle any type of issues that that might happen. So, um, right. are you able to assist your foreign investors with putting them in line with parts of their team, like CPA, an attorney,
0: stuff like that? Yes. We always have a team with us because tax attorney, property management, realtor, real estate agent. Uh, we have a, a, not a team, but a network that, that we work together. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's, that's awesome. And so you guys are based in Europe, Vietnam, Brazil, China, Philippines, India. I mean, you guys are in a, a number of different markets. Is this where you uh, consistently get business from? A lot of investors coming from those areas to actively invest in the United States?
0: Right. Those countries... Uh, is where we got our business but the biggest market is still China and coming up strongly Brazil India and Vietnam okay but China has been a major player in okay. the foreign investor uh, market in the US
1: when you speak to new investors, and obviously it differs between how much money someone has that's investing, but what is their normal goal? Other than is it capital preservation in a, you know as the main as the main goal when they come to the United States, or is it mainly returns? Um, what do you what do you usually hear from your investors?
0: Capital preservation, safe place, you know, to park their money, because people from China, from Vietnam, from Brazil. At that level, normally the return is better and higher than their own country. But not not the European. In Europe, the return in the US is better. So from Asia, from South America, it's more so on the capital preservation side. But Europe, they come to the US just because the yield is higher. Hmm. The return is higher.
1: Yeah. 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 I can yeah, I can I definitely see that. It's it's Very, very expensive in a lot of those areas, and there's not much. The cap rates are so compressed. Um, Right now, you guys, everything's funded by private (laughs) investors. Is that correct? Your whole, your whole firm is uh, private investors. Is that correct?
0: Correct. Our private investor.
1: Okay, that's great.
0: Some small family office.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. So you have you have investors. You actually entertain investors to come in that might want to just be on the debt part of of the real estate transaction and not really on the equity investing part, you, you can, you can invite those investors in just to loan money on other projects.
0: Right. You know, we do like 80% on the debt part, but mm. 20% Sometimes you know, we bring the investor in also as an equity partner, oh. but like we are mainly a, a debt pay player on the capital stack.
1: Okay. Now, um, I want to, if you guys want to explain a little bit more about universal commercial capital, I know we went through a lot of foreign, There's, and you guys have tons of resources on your website with webinars. If, um, if you guys want to explain more about how that works and what services you can provide and information on your website before we list all that stuff down in the uh, the notes of the YouTube podcast. Uh, Milita, do you want to
0: answer this question or yes. do you want me to?
2: Yes, I, I want to answer on this question where on our website you can see all kind of loans that you can get from us We have a commercial loan, hard money loan, fix and flip loan. You all also can see there what are the terms and um, You can see our contacts so you can contact us for any additional information, but our website is uh, very good and uh, there you can just see who who we are, and what Universal Commercial Capital is offering to you.
1: Okay. Well, that's great. Yeah, what I will do is I will put all that information in the, uh, in the bottom of the podcast notes and then also in the bottom of the YouTube video notes, and then people can reach out to you. And if they have any questions or want to move forward, then uh, we'll have them go. And it's UniversalCommercialCapital.com, correct? Yes. Great. Okay. Thank you, Chad. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you guys coming on. It's great. I know, uh, Eric's leaving, uh, flying internationally tonight. So it's great that I got you beforehand and, um, I look forward to connecting with you guys soon in the future.
0: Right. And before we hang up, uh, Milita, why don't you say a few words uh, to Chow and to our audiences?
2: Uh, well, I want to invite uh, everybody who is interested in the real estate business to visit our website. Also, you can find us on LinkedIn and Bigger Pockets platform. Um, any information you need, um, just don't hesitate to ask because we are very open to work with you. And you will like the terms. I'm sure you will like the terms.
0: Okay, okay thank you, Peter. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Charles. Well, thank Uh, you. Thank you very much. Uh
2: Thank you, Charles. And I'm looking forward to talk to you again.
1: Yes, we'll uh, definitely connect in the future and um, we'll uh, we'll get all that information put in the bottom of the notes. And if there's any other questions, people can reach out to you directly.
2: Thank you.
0: Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a nice day. You too.
1: Any investment opportunities mentioned on this podcast are limited to accredited investors. Any investments will only be made with proper disclosure, subscription documentation, and are subject to all applicable laws. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of Harborside Partners Incorporated exclusively.